0: Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, episode 131. I am your host, as always, Adam, from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Golf Unfiltered. You can find us on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and a few other places. And you can send me an email, adam, at golfunfiltered.com, or golfunfiltered at gmail.com. I'd like to throw both of those out there, because both are still being used, as it turns out. Well, folks, as I said, it's been quite a while since we last spoke. There's been a lot going on on my end, and some of which I can talk about right now, and there's a little bit more that I'm sure I'm going to announce in coming episodes. Uh, But most importantly, I wanted to come back tonight to talk about breaking news today regarding Mr. Tiger Woods, the good old big cat, is back once again. And obviously, this isn't the first return. It's not the second or the third return of Tiger Woods. And those of you who follow me on Twitter know that A little while ago, I made a promise to really everyone that I wasn't just going to have a a podcast episode whenever Tiger decided to come back again, because it was happening so frequently. It was almost like clockwork. So why am I doing one now? Well, first and foremost, I think that golf at this stage, heading into the Hero World Challenge, which we're going to talk a little bit more about later on in November, but golf's a little slow right now. In terms of, you know, PGA Tour season, the new one is just is just getting started. Yes, there are events occurring overseas. Yes, big names are winning. But it's really uh, still kind of an off-season in a way, even though the PGA Tour has the wraparound schedule that everyone likes to shit on. And so, talking about Tiger at this point makes a lot of sense, and certainly because he's made his last, what I believe to be his last announcement and his last attempt to come back and play this game. And that's really why we're talking about it tonight, folks. And and I do believe that this is probably the last hurrah for Tiger. I, I really don't see there being another comeback after this. I mean, the guy's in his 40s now. He's had about eight surgeries on his back, according to him. Not even, let's, let's not forget about all the other surgeries and problems that he's had with his body. He's coming back from an extremely embarrassing uh, DUI where he pled guilty. And there's just really just a bunch of messy things going on in Tiger's world right now, but he seems to have gotten everything back together at least enough to make one final attempt at a comeback. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, he's going to try to do so again at his event, the Hero World Challenge, a little bit later in November. And for those of you who don't remember, it's an 18-man event. There is no cut It's at a course in the Bahamas that Tiger knows and plays at very well. And it's becoming a frequent return spot for Tiger. He actually came and did the same thing, made the big triumphant return back in 2016 at this event as well. What's interesting about this time through, though, folks, is, you know, he's he's gotten to be a little bit better with his social media, I don't know, Posts, I guess we'll just call them, his his social media savviness. Uh, Obviously, his PR people are working with him a great deal, and he's put some teasers out there of his golf swing and a little bit more in detail than just hitting a golf ball up against a simulator screen. Remember that whole thing from a couple years ago? Now we see him actually on a golf course hitting full golf shots, and the most recent, if I remember, unless there was one since this, was the Stinger the return of the Tiger Stinger, that he went ahead and posted on Twitter and everywhere else, Instagram, that you could find things about Tiger. And it looked good. He looked pretty fluid. It was a shot that we all remember him making very famous multiple tournaments throughout his career. And it was fun to see. And I I admit I freaked out a little bit seeing it. I'm a huge, huge fan of Stinger Tiger, <laughs> back in the day when he was able to pull that shot out whenever he needed it, and we've all seen the gifs and we've all seen the the memes and everything else and the old videos. You can go on YouTube as I did, and just reminisce a little bit about the times when Tiger could basically hit any shot that he wanted. And knowing we're never going to see that Tiger again, and and folks, I mean, I am sorry, this really isn't breaking news, and by any means, and it's not an unpopular opinion, but we're never going to see that Tiger again. So. Seeing a little flash of it, a little glimpse of it, even in a practice setting, in a controlled environment, probably maybe the first take on the camera, seeing him hit a shot like that was just a lot of fun. And so that leads us, of course, to today where the announcement came through on Tiger's website and all his social media channels that he was, of course, once again, going to make that triumphant return to competitive golf. And so I'm going to read you the quote here, and I'm actually referencing... Let me get it up here. The golf.com article announcing uh, what I just basically ran, went through, and in the quote, well, first the tweet says, "I'd like to thank the committee of one, <laughs> which is the best thing ever." I'd like to thank the committee of one for picking myself and Dan- Daniel Berger to play in this year's Hero World Challenge, and of course, Tiger referring to himself as the committee of one because he's the tournament, he's the tournament guy, he's the head honcho, he's the he's the committee that gets to choose who plays in this thing. And so the full statement, or at least a portion of the full statement, and I quote here, I'm excited to return to competitive golf at the Hero World Challenge. Albany, which is the golf course in the Bahamas, is the perfect setting, and it will be great to join this outstanding field. He then goes on to thank uh, some of the tournament uh, co-founders, as well as tournament officials, and as well as supporters of his, uh, his foundation, and he was also like to thank the fans for their unwavering support during my injury and that of course was another back related injury that tiger had to come back from and so how long has it been since tiger's played golf well folks it's been a while and just to give you a quick you know a quick reminder of how long it has been we all remember, and I just referenced a little bit ago, that Tiger made his most recent return to golf at the 2016 Hero World Challenge, where he actually made the most birdies in the event. I still think that's probably one of the most interesting stats that we'll ever see from Tiger in a infamous way. Obviously, there are just insane statistics regarding good old Big Cat, but he made the most birdies that week, but he made enough big numbers so that he, he actually didn't he wasn't competitive at all. It just just blows my mind, but he played relatively well from a, well, I guess I can't even say from a scoring perspective, but he hit the ball pretty well in that tournament, and so there's a chance we're going to see something very similar this time around. At least that's what I'm hoping for, and I know that many others are as well. Well, after that, he then missed the cut at the Farmer's Insurance Open after shooting a 76 and a 72. As the article here explains, he then flew across the world for the Dubai Desert Classic, and I remember There was a lot of controversy around that. Like, what is he doing? Is he coming back too soon for such an odd schedule? Obviously, in Dubai, he had some sponsorship uh, responsibilities he had to maintain. He then played uh, really poorly in that first round in Dubai by shooting 77, and then the entire golf world freaked out again, or at least a subset of it, when Tiger withdrew from that event after experiencing back spasms once again. And we all just kind of rolled our eyes, sat back and said, here we go again. I know that's how I reacted. Well, he had planned to play in two other events. We remember the whole talk about going down to Florida and playing the Genesis Open and then the Honda Classic. He withdrew from both of them, which caused everyone else to roll their eyes once again. And then that was really the last we had heard of Tiger from a uh, golf perspective. He uh, withdrew from the Masters, which was really the last straw. And then in April... He went ahead and he announced his fourth back surgery, which, of course, led to a very long layoff. And then since then, you know, we hadn't heard too much from Tiger. We may have seen seen him from time to time, you know, just kind of pop out out of nowhere. Then, of course, the whole DUI thing happened over Memorial Day weekend, which was not fun for Tiger fans. And that's putting it very lightly, a very serious situation that I'm glad—I'm hoping— is coming to a close. Of course, him pleading guilty in court. He uh, was able to go through a program, a couple programs, I believe, and uh, hopefully that is behind him and he's able to get that controlled. But now we actually get to talk about Tiger Woods playing golf again. And yes, even though in the beginning of this show I mentioned that golf was a little bit slower now, I know that many of you were probably rolling your eyes and me saying that because, Adam, how could you say that? There's so many great players. Justin Thomas is just blowing up the golf world. Jordan Spieth is still around. DJ, Sergio, all these other players. How can I possibly say that golf is boring? And of course, I know that it's not. But if we've learned anything over the course of however long you've paid attention to golf media, Tiger Woods still moves the needle. And as much as I like to go on Twitter and and talk shit about him every so often, or, or, you know, roll my eyes. That's really the, the hashtag for this episode, is rolling your eyes. As much as I like to talk shit about Tiger, it's still something that, uh, you know, is in the back of my mind of, hey, this is the guy that really got me into talking about golf. This is the guy that got me into writing about, you know, the type of golf clubs I like to play and what I see on television. And basically, a lot of us could say the same thing. Many of you who are listening to this, whether it be through iTunes or thehackersparadise.com or what have you, you probably got into the game if you're around the age of 35 like myself, maybe even a little bit older, certainly a little bit younger. More often than not, you got involved in this game because you liked watching what Tiger was doing. And, of course, now, as I've said many times on this show, the golfers that we see every week on the PGA Tour are basically mini Tiger woods Ziz. How do you pluralize that? Is it Tiger Whizzes? We'll go with that. And so it's fun to talk about Tiger, especially in this light. I remember a few episodes ago, I believe, I made the plea out to the universe to say, hey, you know what? We don't want to talk about Tiger's personal issues any longer. We hope him for him to, to succeed in life in that way. We want him to get better. We want him to make better decisions. And we can say all these things regarding any of the, the major personal stories that he's, uh, that we've all been privy to in his career. And all we wanted to do was talk about golf. Well, now we get to do it. And so one of the things I did do uh, prior to getting on today was to talk, uh, well, went on Twitter and I asked for folks to send in their, uh, basically their most ridiculous questions regarding Tiger Woods. And we'll get to those here in just a little bit. There's a couple here that I do want to get to. But, you know, talking about Tiger and this becoming, or more than likely being the last hurrah for him, and I really do believe it is, what should we expect? And, you know, it's always funny to talk about, you know, expectations with Tiger. You never really know what's going to happen. You know, and it's, it's just the most obvious conversation or question to ask, or it has been, in his past returns to the game. I'm going to say the same thing now, as I said, in his most recent return back in 2016, is we should expect nothing. We should absolutely expect nothing, just be happy with what we get, even if it's like last time and we only get a few competitive rounds to watch, we shouldn't expect him to win anything. If we see a situation where he plays in the hero again and he makes the most birdies in the field, then great. Maybe we'll get lucky and he'll, you know, <laughs> keep his head on his shoulders a little bit and uh, come away with the actual victory this time. That would be wild. We would love to see that, of course. I'm not saying anything uh, too, uh, too hot takey there. But now is the time. This is just icing on the cake now for golf fans. Those of you who still like watching the man, and I know that there are many more of you who do than who do not. All you Tiger Woods haters who go and say, yeah, no, I'm not a fan of his at all. I think he just doesn't carry himself well, and he doesn't handle personal issues that well. First of all, on that topic, just what are you talking about? I mean, this is a guy... So, just to give some context to what I'm saying right here, I made a couple of comments a little bit ago on Twitter about how, in my opinion, Tiger has really handled himself extremely well when it comes to his, uh, his personal issues uh, with the understanding of, one, the scope by which people are going to judge him. Two, I mean, just the, the magnitude of the things that he got himself into and three, how calculated and careful any response has to be, for a persona, a famous persona like him, you know, of his degree. So it, you have to be so calculated. And and we all understand. And I've been very critical of his PR team and his agent and everyone else. I've called it the tigre, uh, the t- Tiger. <laughs> I've called it the Tiger PR machine. But in all said and done, thinking back, I mean. The man owned up to basically everything. Sure, he he blames his golf game. He blames his glutes. He blames whoever he wants, uh, other than himself, of course, when it comes to him playing poorly. But when it comes to just major screw-ups, a.k.a. the whole Thanksgiving scandal, as well as the DUI, I mean, he's owned up to it. He hasn't really made excuses. He has made none, none absolutely none and so I don't think he gets enough credit for that at least publicly that's my opinion on it and certainly let me know if you differ on that and I know there are a few of you who do because I certainly got it in my email box but uh, it's it's definitely just it's a thing that you don't really learn too much about in terms of you know how these famous athletes learn how to respond to these situations and now we've got a point where tiger very well could have killed himself or somebody else i mean let's just be honest for a second he very well could have that whole story with him behind the wheel of the car high on whatever the hell he was high on this cocktail of of medication and and whatever else that could have ended so much worse than it did thank god it did not He got extremely lucky and he's probably the first person to tell you that, that he's extremely fortunate that it couldn't have, that it did not end worse than it did. And now we have this opportunity, we as sports fans, we as fans of golf, and even those of us who are fans of Tiger still after all these years, we have the chance to see him make an attempt at a comeback. There aren't many people that come back from stuff like that. There are people, there are famous athletes or infamous athletes who would have just put their head in the sand and, and went away and not come back and done anything more. It would have been too much for them. But not Tiger. You know, I think, and I know, this is such a tired cliche, and I know it's a horrible comparison that's been outdone, but I think, being in Chicago, I think a lot of Michael Jordan. I think about the things that he's come back from. I think about... You know, it was a different time back then too, you know, and I don't think I'm saying anything too outlandish with that. I mean, there's there were many stories, and still are many stories about how uh, good old Michael Jordan, M. Jeff, as I like to refer to him, behaved off the, off the uh, well, off the golf course in many instances, but off the basketball court. But there are other things too that people were very much well aware of, his gambling habits. Uh, he was a womanizer, we all knew that. There is the whole story behind uh, the death of his father, which I won't get into now, but if you ever want to talk about that, I'll certainly give my opinion on that too, based on what I know or what I think I know, because no one really knows the answer to that. But the point being, he was able to come back time and time again and was able to shine up until a point. Certainly, age and fatigue catches up to everybody. Tiger's kind of in that bucket. Well, he is. Let's call it what it is. He's not kind of in that bucket. Tiger's old. Yes, 40s. The 40s are old (laughs) for professional athletes. Sorry to say that. And so anything we get at this point, while it might come across as witnessing a bit of a sports icon dinosaur at this point, it's something we should be thankful for. I know I am. And it's something that we should just take what we get. There's absolutely no expectations. I highly implore everyone to take that that mentality and to not worry about how Tiger finishes. Yes, he's going to hit bad shots. He hasn't played competitive golf in months, over a year. Well, not over a year. Many, many months. Let's just take, take it for what it is. Now, one thing I will say, though, and this is something that I'll never understand when it comes to, you know, as much as I've just said about Tiger owning up to the things that he's done in his personal life, I'll never understand the privacy that he maintains when it comes to his his timetables of return. I mean, let's be honest here. The guy, he, he couldn't, move, he, he was talking about the fact, or he was alluding to the fact that he may never play competitive golf again as recently as the President's Cup. That wasn't that long ago. And then we see a couple videos of him, you know, hitting golf shots. We see him hitting a driver. We see, him, actually, we first saw him hitting little wedge shots. I think it was. Looked a little stiff, but he was doing something. Then we saw him hitting driver. Then we saw him, you know, with his stinger and all these other things. And it's funny because he went from talking about possibly never playing again. One month, and then really just a few weeks later, running a clinic. Uh, who was he with? Was he with... Uh, it was with Kevin Chapel, I believe. He was running a clinic, taking full swings, giving advice on the golf swing. <laughs> when he, just a few weeks earlier, he was talking about how he wasn't able to... I don't know. Whatever. And then, just a few weeks removed from that clinic, Tiger announces that he's coming back to competitive golf. That's, that's pretty rapid. That's pretty rapid. And you know what? At this point... You know, we've always kind of gotten some dishonesty from that that, uh, that that camp. I'm sure there are some of you who are listening to this who are laughing at that, and that's it's really downplaying it. Um, we can't expect anything different at this point, but it's still it's still frustrating, no matter what. So, anyway, I'm excited to see Tiger come back. I know a lot of you are as well. Again, for the third time, I just let's not expect anything at this point. Let's just take it for what it is. Hopefully, for to his credit, you know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's going to go and he's going to play only a few tournaments. I'm sure he wants to play Augusta. Let's just see, sit back and see what happens. I hope he doesn't fly over to Dubai again. That's all I'm saying. Play the Hero Challenge. Take some more time off. Get their game a little bit better maintain the strength the way that you should and maybe not so much how you want to. And I am referring to just the ridiculous amount of weightlifting, but I won't go down that path again. And maybe we see him at the Genesis and the Honda and maybe some of these other events leading up to Augusta. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. All right, so I want to get to some of your Twitter questions. And thanks to you, uh, thanks to those of you who did send in a few questions. We got a few here. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Golf Unfiltered. Uh, This one's from uh, at Istankonia. love the name. Uh, How many strokes will he win the Masters by? (laughs) Um, All of them. He's going to win the Masters by all the strokes. Um, You know, just a quick side note on that. You know, if he does play in Augusta, um, I feel that he probably will, assuming that he just, you know, plays it smart this time and, and doesn't try to push his body to a degree that, you know we probably shouldn't, but then again, we're talking about Tiger Woods here. So, um, you know, it's again, uh, if he makes the cut at Augusta, I think that's a win. Really, I mean, let's not let's not get too ridiculous, folks. I mean, we're going to see all the articles, we're going to see every gif and and everything you could think of leading up to that time. If he's healthy in the least, let's just let's just take it easy, okay? We all want to see Tiger wearing red, walking up. Uh, walking around Amen Corner, so you know, let's just play it and play it cool. It can happen, but he just gotta, he just gotta, you know, temper his expectations himself. All right, here's another one from uh, Matthew Preston. Um, Does he win every tournament or just most? <laughs> he's gonna win everything. He's gonna win every. He's gonna win the Hero, and then he's gonna win it again because he's gonna play it twice, and um, then he's gonna win every major. No, of course he's not gonna win anything. I don't. I really don't. I mean, again. Not to sound like a broken record, but just the fact that he's out there, you know, upright is a, uh, is a win in and of itself. So, uh, by the way, there's a, there's a tiger gif out there. I know I've said that a few times, uh, but there's a tiger gif out there, um, in the Twitter verse that I just sent out a little bit ago as well of him walking on water. I don't remember what tournament that's from, and it's so fantastic. <laughs> it's the best tiger gif I've ever seen, but, uh. Definitely take a look at that. All right, we got, um, oh, we have a comment here, actually, from uh, our buddy Chris Toney. Uh, Taylor made paying a bunch of money to him. All posts show him not swinging TM irons. Nike didn't make the irons. He is swinging. So uh, that's an interesting observation and not one that I uh, immediately picked up on today. But now that you mentioned it there, Chris, you know, there was that picture floating around not too long ago of him having uh, these proto- prototype irons with his initials stamped on them. Uh, looked very similar to his typical Nike muscle backs or basically the same types of clubs he's played in his entire career. Um, I know there were a lot of rumors in the past of you know the guy from Mira uh, you know coming over and, and working with Nike to build some just special prototype irons with Nike swooshes stamped on them. And I, I like how I just said swooshes there. Um, there's some truth to that. I have a very reliable source who told me as much um, extremely reliable source who w- who would know um, but uh, I would imagine that Taylor made probably works something out for him now that I have no idea about um, I would imagine that that's probably not too hard to figure out though for for Tiger woods right I mean if he wanted something he could probably get it and I'm sure that uh, Taylor made helped him out and we'll see what he plays when he comes back you know hell I would love... Again, I've said this probably a year ago. I would love for Tiger to create his own club line. I think that would be amazing. All the greats have done it. Why not him? And who knows? Call them whatever the hell you want to call them. Call them TG, TGRs or whatever. Who knows? They're, I'm sure they'll be great. All right, here's one from at Vince El Mario. Vince asks, What's the ratio of cuts made versus withdraws?" Hard to say. It's, you know... <laughs> Back in 2016, I would have probably been a little bit more, uh, a little bit more uh, pessimistic, actually, because he was coming off of so many surgeries at one time. Um, you know, I, I honestly don't think he'll withdraw that much this time. I don't know what it is. I have nothing to base this on other than just stupid blind hope. But I feel like he's gonna. I feel this this comeback, this final comeback, will be a little different. I think he's gonna. I hope. He's going to play a little bit more conservative, conservatively, um, to the point. Hopefully, he uh, he doesn't just hurt himself when he's out there, you know. But then again, with you know back issues, you never know. I mean, everyone talks about it. Freddie Couples is probably the uh, the unfortunate poster child for someone who cannot gauge or predict when the back problems will flare up again. You know, aside from, of course, Tiger being that poster child. So as long as he takes it easy, and I know that's a lot to ask from him, especially with the workout regimen he likes to do, getting back to that whole uh, cliche, that dead horse that's beaten. I mean, he just has to be smart. That's all it is. I mean, he has to go in knowing that this is going to be his last his last shot, you know? why Why push it at this point? Do you push because you think it's your last shot and you want to try to, to force something, force a victory? I mean, he he can't possibly think that he's going to break the major record, right? I mean, we all know the way he talks. We all know he goes on Charlie Rose or he did at one point and says, yeah, I don't think I'm done winning majors or whatever it was. But, I mean, the guy, I don't think the guy's insane, right? I think he understands that this is this is it and he's just you know, playing to play. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm. Maybe he's been gone for so long that I'm completely forgetting about the guy that we're talking about here and the way that he acts. He is not your typical human being. <laughs> like, he just doesn't think like me and you. So maybe I'm completely wrong. Well, let me take a quick look here at the, uh, the time. All right, so we're at about 28 minutes. I just wanted to hop on real quick, and I do apologize for not recording uh, a podcast uh, last week. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on at home, uh, good things, all good things, uh, progressing nicely with the uh, the home renovations. I know those of you who have followed this show for a while know that we are uh, still in the midst of those. Um, and so we got a lot of stuff, or I have a lot of stuff going on with my day job as well that will that may limit the amount of time that I can record, but I'm going to try to uh, sneak on and, and make some more episodes for you guys every so often. I know I've got a few... Um, Guests lined up that I want to get to as soon as both me and and they can find some time to do it. It's really hard to uh coordinate schedules sometimes, but there's some great stories that are going on right now in the equipment industry uh one of which is uh you all remember our buddies at cut golf, right we had sam we Wipi- uh we on, sorry, Sam for butching your name there um they got some great stuff going on and uh, over at cut golf. They've got a golf ball called the Cut Gray that I had the chance to play actually two rounds with recently, and they are fantastic golf balls. I was a little critical of the, the other uh, golf balls in the Cut line. I believe there's a red and a and a white, and I believe there's also a blue. But the grays are fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And I don't know how these guys get away with it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really don't. I hope things are working out well for them. Uh, I hope they're not getting too much pushback from the big, from the big boys in the uh, golf ball industry. But I uh, highly, highly recommend playing the Cut Gray um, for those of you who are looking for a, a really good uh, three-piece. Uh, it's a Eurothing golf ball at, a, at a, just an extremely affordable price. Go out to CutGolfCo.com and see what I'm talking about. And we will also uh, have Sam on again very soon. So that's one of the guests that we're trying to work out a schedule for. That's all I'm going to talk about today, folks. Just a quick emergency, I guess you could say, podcast talking about Tiger. Thanks to those of you who sent in tweets at golfunfiltered. Unfiltered. Once again, you could send me an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com, or you can use the old email address as well, adam at golfunfiltered.com. We will try to get back on again next week, maybe even a little bit later this week. We'll see uh, when those guests are available. But until then, thanks for your support. Go out and rate us five stars on iTunes and stay tuned for next week. This is the Golf of Filter podcast signing off.